Thanks for being a listener of the Everyday Grace podcast. This week, we will be putting out an episode on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. We will take Thanksgiving off as well as Friday following. I want to let you know that starting next week, we will be doing something a little different with our reading. We will stop following the lectionary, and we will start a systematic reading through the New Testament and Old Testament. This means that if you follow along with us in the app, you will read a portion of Scripture from the Old Testament, New Testament, along with two Psalms each day. If you stay faithful, you will follow along and get through the entire New Testament in one year with readings for five days of the week, and you will get through the entire Old Testament in two years in just reading five days a week. So if you've never read through Scripture before, this is a great way to do that. Um, If you are not sure that you want to do both readings, I would encourage you to do the New Testament readings, read through the entire New Testament this, this year, and then next year, maybe pick up and try to do both. So that's where we're going. We're going to take this uh, Thursday, Friday off this week. Hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. And then starting next week, we will begin a new reading system. Today is Monday, November 22nd, 2021. And you're surrounded by God's everyday graces. Take a deep breath now and give him thanks. Revelation 11.3 I will grant my two witnesses authority. These two witnesses represent the church, and they're very reminiscent of Moses and Elijah. And they remind us that the church has power, supernatural power. So far in the book of Revelation, we see that the world is in shambles. It's under great distress. The vegetation is destroyed, but these two olive trees stand. In the midst of the lights going out, these lamps burn bright. And this passage reminds us that as the church, we are called to be a light and a shelter in difficult times. Yet, despite of being a light and shelter, the church in the book is attacked and it's presumed dead. But here's the truth, you can't kill the church. Revelation 11, starting in verse 11, says this, But after the three and a half days, the breath of life of God entered them. And they stood on their feet, and those who saw them were terrified. Then they heard a loud voice from heaven saying to them, Come up here. And they went up to heaven in a cloud, while their enemies watched them. The similarities to Christ's ministry are amazing here. We see that God resurrects these two witnesses after three and a half days, but their ministry had been for three and a half years. You can't help but think of the timeline of Jesus' own ministry in time on the grave. And Revelation gives us hope that no matter how bad the times get, there will always be a witness in the church. You see, the church cannot stay dead. At times it feels like they've killed the institution, maybe the corporate vitality, but the pieces, the people, me and you, come back together and the church is resurrected. Every time someone or some government thinks they've stamped out the church, they find that they can't kill it. This is why the church is thriving and growing in China. These believers face death for worshiping Jesus, yet they worship because they know that the church is the presence of the power of God. As the church, we are called to be a light and a shelter in difficult times. Jesus has told us that the very gates of hell would not prevail against the church. If the devil himself stands against the church, if the entire world comes at it, the church will remain, for it has the very power of God with it. What's the safest place you can be in a storm? 
What's the safest place to be when the world gets tough? The church. I will grant my two witnesses authority. I will grant my two witnesses authority. I will grant my two witnesses authority. authority.